I know. Now, now, midline. Break. Ready. Set. Hike. Jay and Jay every day. Let's go. Every day. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, oh, yeah, baby. We're <laughs> back. We're back. It's Wednesday. Your boy Jason here. You know who's sitting to my right. That's my yeah. man, JC. We, we in the building, man. In full attack, yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. We left y'all on Monday. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. We hit y'all with a Monday show. Hold man. on, man. First of all, we got to. Uh, what we got to do? Uh. Thoughts and prayers up to everybody in Lebanon, man. That joint looks crazy. Yes, man. yes, and that explosion. Yeah, Thoughts so and crazy, prayers to man. everybody, man. If there's anybody out there struggling, Thoughts shout out and to prayers y'all, to man. Them. Yes, yes, definitely. But, uh, yeah, let's get back to these sports, man. Sorry to yes, start sir. off. <laughs> what do you want? It was I, a weird explosion. I don't, can we not start with basketball today? What do you want to start? Can, can you we start? Football? Yeah, can we start college Which football? College? I want to end with basketball. All right, well, if we're going to start with college, before you get into your main, uh-huh. I don't know if this is your main joint, but UConn Whoa. is the first. Uh, yep. Division, all right, UConn is being the first Division One program to cancel their full season, period. And this is um, like a day or two or maybe some days after. after. Big Ten yeah, just finalized their schedule or something. Big Ten dropped a schedule before. I, I haven't seen any proper uh, schedule or rules for COVID. Like, Same here. Same here. Um, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have put out something out there, but I've seen like some little mask inside the helmet. That's not gonna be I, healthy. Who was that? What, I think that was LSU I, think LSU. I think yeah, and the guy, even the player wearing, I was like, I can't breathe in this thing. And the guy, and already, already people be passing out from playing regular football. Like, and now you got a full. Like, nah, you know, man. people that play football, you know, when the sweat gets in your eyes, or even yeah. in any other sports, when the sweat gets in your eyes, that joint messes you up. Now you're adding, you know... You can't wipe your eyes. Yeah, you, you can't, can't put on the towel in the joint, or I don't know how you how do that with that, that mask on. You gotta take the whole helmet off. That's the only way in my opinion. It just opinion. don't look healthy. It don't. If we have to do all of that, look, it's already hard to breathe, and it's already... You already have a whole helmet on your joint, and there's probably mm-hmm. some new helmets. I haven't put on a helmet since ninth grade, man, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. So, I don't know. They probably got some new helmets that protect your head and all that. And, um, no, I just don't like it. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable back in the day. I wouldn't feel comfortable now. And then you just, there was no plan, bro. And then you got teams, just everybody's getting sick, but what do you guys say? I mean, I'm piggyback onto that. Uh, the Big Ten is odd to me that, you know, they're going ahead. They put the schedule out. UConn obviously said, no, we're not, you know, we're shutting it down. We're not having a season. Um, and UConn actually, in doing that, I believe they they save more than they would if they had a partial season. Um, you know, vastly lower costs. Now you're not paying people, you know, half or half a season. You're only paying the essential workers that have to be there. And you're so, saving any any legal problems. Exactly. Because so, if I'm a parent and my, my kid gets sick in that joint, I'm going to be pretty pissed. Very, so very smart move for them. But on to, on to the Big Ten. The Big Ten had players have joined the Pac-12 and, you know, uh, uniting, unifying. And the uh, list of demands entitled Big Ten United. Um, and it was written by the players of the Big Ten. And here are just a couple of their demands. 
um, third party approved by players to administer COVID testing and enforce all COVID-19 health and safety standards because you don't trust the, you know, the guys at the Big Ten are paying. Significant penalties for non-compliance. Mandate for athletic personnel to report sus- suspected violation violations. Whistleblower protections for athletic personnel and college athletes reporting a suspected violation. Ban the use of COVID-19 liability waivers. Yes, yeah, because a lot of times nobody ever wants to speak up because you know the repercussions. You know, you know you're not going to have a job, you're not going to have a spot on the team. Preserve athletic eligibility, scholarship, and roster spot for any player who opts out of, of athletic participation or is unable to play more than 40% of their postponed, oh, more than 40% of their scheduled season because of COVID-19 or season postponement cancellation and coverage for all out-of-pocket medical expenses related to COVID-19, both short-term and long-term incurred incurred by athlete, by active college athletes. Basically, nothing is not planned. Yeah. Not and uh, here's, listen, the battle's about to begin, because I'm not going to lie to you, along with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 list, list of demands, we know how the NCAA works. The NCAA... Or the I think these conferences are probably going to tell these players, tough luck. You take it or leave it. And so nah, it's the first. It's gonna, the first rule right there, um, uh, um, where it says third party. They need to uh, approve a third party approved by the players to administer COVID testing and enforce all COVID nineteen health and no safety go. standards. Right there, you think they're not that's playing. No. There's okay. nobody. There's nobody that the players will approve that will allow a football team to play another football team. That's just doesn't go along with no COVID-19 mm-hmm. health safety, safety standards unless they're being tested before the game, like two days before the game or whatever it is or a day before the game or something, and everybody's 100%. And then they go into a hotel bubble or something yeah. for those few days before the game or whatever, and then they play their game, and then they have to do that. But they're not, nobody's going to do that for college teams. Man, furthermore... But you never know. It might be worth it. As much money I don't, as they do win. I don't see a conference... Um, Allowing that, I don't see a conference allowing players to to choose a third party that is gonna step. Because now you're stepping over, you're stepping over the NCAA, you're stepping over the conference, and you're bringing in the outside source and pushing out the guys that they want to well, play pay. So I don't know if that's gonna. I know it says like um, Big Ten players, but is Ohio State their main players included in this? Because yeah. if Ohio State's in there, uh-huh. I'm saying I think that everybody's going to be with that. It doesn't. There's no specifics. You know, there's no specifics into um, into the players. You know, or who's who's involved. It just has Big Ten players. I would assume. You know, um, I would assume that some of the you know Ohio State guys might be included. I'm not State, sure. Then we're in there. If we're talking about school, I seen. Uh, I think it was Purdue. Yeah. And then you know Michigan. Northwestern. Michigan. Michigan State. They're kind of big time. They're they're like that. Iowa man, that's my team. I love them, but you know, mm-hmm. they're not. They're not. not really putting in. Now, if Ohio State comes down, like you know, we're not playing, deal with this or do something, they're gonna stop. What's them. big is there. You know, big time. It says big time players connected with Pac-12 players. You know, I guess to reach out to them and see how they went about. You know, their list of demand. I love it. Now, now, now you got players on one. They're working together because they realize this is. Forget football for a second. 
we might, my lungs might be damaged for the rest of my life yeah. if, if I can try a la, I don't know about Von Miller, how he's doing right now, but I do remember that he had got it way back in March, and recently he had said, you know, and, he was still feeling the symptoms And like of I said, D.O. So, um they said he was asymptomatic and mm-hmm. passed out on the stage. Yep. And gave it to everybody else. Like, so I don't, listen, I don't know what's going to transpire, what, what's going to happen, but I do know that, man, and what, what we said is, will this spread? Will what the Pac-12 players did, will it spread to other conferences? Now we have one conference. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if other players from other conferences will now stand up and take a stand as well. You know, SEC. But listen, the Big 12 is being very bold. You know, and they're, the Big 12 is ready to play football today. Yeah, big time. No, 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 Big 12, Big 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of Big, oh, big 12. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're ignorant. <laughs> Texas, those guys, are, I love you, but they're being bold. They don't care. SEC, so I don't. But that's because Texas, they, have they even closed for real? Man, barely. They probably went to a little phase. Barely. And they, they opened and up real quick. I know I believe Mississippi, Mississippi Mayor or something, he he's he's using college football now to, to mandate and get his citizens to, to wear a mask. It's a shame that that's what moves Americans to wear a mask. He's saying, look, I know y'all love football down here. If you don't wear a mask, it's not going to be any football. So I don't, listen, I don't know um, if the Big Ten will, will cave or even compromise with these players. And if they don't, um, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see a Big Ten season at all. I think it'll be done. I don't think we're going to see any seasons this year. Well, Especially football. We're not seeing none of that. And we uh, They're not doing any bubbles. Nobody's they're not, coming up with a bubble plan. They see that the not, bubbles are working. And they're not coming up with they're any plans. They're not actively plan. working towards it. It's every man for himself right now in college football, man. And so that's, listen, that's what I had. That's why I wanted to start with college, you know, college football because it's I don't it's think sad. college football season will happen. And if it does happen, I think it will stop after two weeks. Because Once of the number of team, cases. If one team goes and has an outbreak, which will happen, I guarantee you it will happen if they play a game. Yeah. Like if they play games. It's, it's, it's inevitable. They don't even have to play another team. They can get. They can have a full-on outbreak within practice. Yeah. It's it's inevitable. And not not only like – we, I feel like we're a broken record. I feel like we say this all the time. Not only the players, but now the staffers that have to work those games. Now they're at risk as well. And it's a, it's a double-edged sword because obviously those staffers, you know – that might be how they make their, you know, their livelihood, their money. Deep fall college football. If there is no football, have a bad year. thousands and thousands, you know, workers are going to be put out of jobs in, in these stadiums. But at the end of the day, I'm sorry, we would much rather that than even even if there are no fans in the, in the stands, you know, for these games. Just having the staffers in that environment, it's just the risk versus the reward especially because we're talking about unpaid college athletes it it there's no there's no reward there actually for me there there's all risk but no reward for me i don't care who's the champion is this year it doesn't it, there's no reward for me there so there be outbreaks in locker rooms all the time and they talk about him. we saw Rutgers had an outbreak because it was an on campus party you know that was thrown a little while ago. That that's what they that's what they traced their outbreak back to an on campus party. That's another thing. Now you, eighteen, I'm nineteen, about it, I'm twenty. Like even before this COVID stuff, like mm-hmm. whether it be like you know a mono outbreak or you know like any other little small little disease or something like that, 
Football locker rooms, bro, if an outbreak happens, it's, a lot of people spread yeah, really, spread. really fast, man. A lot of things get shared around in the football locker room. So I guarantee you guys that um, it will it will just will not happen. Um, sure. And and just a, a little side note, uh, UConn is not in the Big Ten, by the way. Yo, they yo. are independent. You know, they are independent. They went 2-10 and ten in the AAC conference last year. Um, so, just a little side note. But, first FBS team to cancel their season. I wonder if they're going to cancel their basketball season. Because they're so good at uh, Pennsylvania. And to answer uh, Steve's question, it was Utah State, remember? Oh, no, yeah. I was, I was going to tell him that. We're going to get to that. You know, yeah, we'll get to that man. in the show. My boy yep. Alex Smith. Can't believe I even thought of that joint. It's because he looked at me funny when he asked me. And <laughs> Joe was hilarious. But, um, anything else you got on football? Nah, for college football, that's it for right now, man. For college football, that is it. I forgot to shout out, man. Who you shouting out? We got family in Dayton, Ohio, man. Hey. Us, man. Shout out to my boy. Big Shetty, shout out man. to them. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to, in Memphis. Shout out to everybody in Memphis. Even though y'all y'all lost to the Pelicans, man. What, Come what on. Good. Come on. Y'all lost 109 Come on. to 99. I mean, I mean. What was this, the other day? Moving on. Yeah, oh, but yeah, well, football, yeah. real yeah, quick, was, before we move right. on, before we move on, NFL news, real quick. Dolphins wide receiver Albert Wilson and former team, last night he's opting out um, of the season. Makes it official. Uh, so that's Alan Hearns and Albert Wilson, uh, both that, MIA wide receivers. I was going to make out. a whole list for the next show of uh, NFL players that are is opting out. All right, it's, yeah, it's we'll have it. Yeah, it's, listen, it's piling. Um, Tradavius White, he's thinking about um, opting out as well. And what do you? Bills. How do you? Saw cornerback. I know we're going off on a little side note here. How do you feel about the deadline that the NFL has given these players to opt out? I hate it. I'm sorry. Devin McCourty sounded off. Where's the deadline? De- um, ooh, I don't know the exact date. Devin McCourty sounded off on it. When they announced his deadline. Um, I've been selling the NBA. Oh, they 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 have been off. announced it. But Devin McCourty sounded off on it. Um, he didn't like it. I don't like it either. Um, because it's 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 how you giving guys a deadline? Um, the, the Thursday 4 p.m. Thursday 4 p.m. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. is the NFL <laughs> deadline, and it's not oh, for signing. No, this is not for this is the NFL deadline for players to opt out of the season due due to COVID. So they're making you know they're literally forcing their hand. They're if you have, you know, if you're waiting to hear back from a family member or waiting to get your affairs in order or something like that, this is the deadline. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that, that's ridiculous to me. That That's crazy to me. There's a, there's a deadline for when you can opt out. What do you think about that, man? How do you? I feel like you should be able to opt out. Whenever. Week two. If you whenever. Want, if you want because, I mean, let's be real. They opt out from players all the time, correct? You know, they can opt out from players all the time. And another side note. So what, is it a fine if they if they opt out late or something? Players who opt out. Here we go. Players who opt out <laughs> and collect 150k or the 350k stipend this year will owe the money back to the team in 2021 whether they make the 53 man roster or not. I say it again. So if you opt out and they give you the 150k so or 350k stipend, you have to pay that back in 2021, whether or not you make that 53-man roster. How did the NFLPA? That's crazy. This? How did that, this happen? 
That is crazy for me. And, it, and listen, the NFL and the NFLPA agreed on, on the deadline, which is, is it's mind-boggling to me that the NFLPA would, would go ahead and, and, you know, and do that. I think there should be no there should be no deadline. If you want to opt out week 15 and you say, you know what, nah, I'm good, you should be able to opt out. Is your health and your safety at risk? They can do sign a contract. Still, they can cut you whenever, but you can't. Man, I don't listen. I don't like it. I just had to throw that out there. Um, I don't like it at all. But tomorrow, 4 p.m. So that list that we have, uh, that you know that you're talking about, that will be yeah, it'll be official. Um, come Friday or Monday, whenever the next show is, it'll be official. It'll be a long list because I think between now and tomorrow. I think it'll ramp up even more the number of players who opt out. Well, it's because they haven't had a, a system in place for They have <sighs> had no protection. You see Man. Tom Brady out there, you know, practicing with people, you know, high school football fields and all that. You see there's a lot of people out there just practicing, doing whatever. You see players in clubs, like McCourty said, man. It's, it's And it's, then they have no plan for them to come back. While the NBA, you see, imagine being an NFL player, you watch mm-hmm. the NBA and you see all the uh, all the precautions that they're taking. Yep. You see, uh, Lou Williams takes a, a little picture in the in the club, you know, with no proof of him doing anything that's wrong. But still, they take the precautions and keep. Sat him, him away. down ten days. Sat him down for a, a, a marquee matchup. With no Lakers proof. Clippers, you with know, no they said we don't care if you you're playing a marquee game that everybody wants to see or not. You're gonna sit down because we feel like. You made an irresponsible decision. And uh, listen, man, well, listen, it's just, it's remarkable the day and night. And even, you know, when we talk about the NBA, we also need to be giving the NHL praise as well. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's At a, a larger scale. Yes, yes. It's, again, and it's, it's like a, three different, three different hub support. cities. Yeah, and it's still, it's working. So the NHL and the NBA, man, big applause to y'all. And the, the difference between that and MLB and the NFL is, it's day and night, and it makes no sense whatsoever. But getting into the NBA for today, before we get into the game that's being played, I want to give you all the scenario of where things sat for the 8-9 and nine play-in update um, before games tipped off today. So before any games were kicked off today, or tipped off, should I say, um, the Grizzlies held the number 8 seed, and the Blazers held the number 9 seed with their win over the Rockets last night. Coming in at number 10 with the Spurs, half game back. Pelicans, a game back. The Suns making a push, a game and a half back. And the Kings, two games back. So here we go, man. We're coming down what? We probably got like, I think, five uh, five, more games. five games left. And we really listen. Again, The um, for the playing game to happen, the nine seed has to be at least two games back of the eight seed. Four. Four games back? Four games. At least four games back. And they're definitely going to be within that. It's, it'll be way closer than four. So here we go, man. That um, that nine seed, listen, the Blazers are looking real scary. You can't count the Spurs out, but here we go. And currently we have Memphis, who's holding on to that eight seed. Listen, Memphis, the way they're playing, they're could get time. bounced by the Blazers or the Spurs. And they just got dealt a bad hand by the injury bug, man. Uh-huh. A bad hand. Let's go ahead and run down the games from the uh, other night. From Monday, though. Let's get it. It's from my last joint. The Raptors beat the Heat, and mm-hmm. that was with the help of Fred Van Vliet with a 
36-point career high. Seven three-pointers. Pascal Siakam had 22 points. Serge Ibaka had 15. Kyle Lowry, my boy, had 14 points, eight rebounds, while Drogic on the other side had 25 points. The Raptors led by 17 midway through the third. Drogic scored on a drive, missed the game-winner free throw Mm. after Miami made its last um, 16 free throws. And then they had two turnovers and... Messed the game up. <laughs> Wasn't going to keep going. Um, you asked, did you have something on that game? No, no, nothing on that game. Nothing on that game. Next game, we had uh, the Denver Nuggets. This, 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 this game to, uh, went to overtime. They beat the uh, OKC Thunder 121 to 113. Michael Porter Jr. with 37 points and 12 rebounds out of nowhere. <laughs> Yo kick with 30 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Good game out there, man. Listen, the Nuggets young core, man, right now, Bowl Bowl and Michael Porter Jr. are looking. Two guys that slipped in the draft due to injury concerns. The Denver Nuggets said we will roll the dice on them. Um, and right now it's looking very, very scary. Very scary. The Pacers. Yes, sir. 111-100 winners TJ over Warren. the Washington Wizards. TJ Warren right now. Gunshots, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We're going to bring you up again. We're gonna pick you up again. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Yes, sir. TJ Warren right now is on a tear in the bubble, man. Um, listen, he I don't listen, I don't know what to do with this guy. What what did he do? What what did he do when he was away? Can someone tell me? He's tied Jermaine O'Neal, I think, for the most points in Indiana Pacers history in a three game span with 119 points. This man is 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 going off. He was hanging, he was hanging with me, man. We was in the lab, man. Yeah, I, was I was in the lab him. working. I was teaching him how to be more aggressive, man. <laughs> he was thinking, he was thinking about how we got shipped out, of, shipped out of Phoenix for cash it's consideration, cash. and he ain't happy about it. With no cash, it was that pack. <laughs> man, cash considerations. They said it was a good pack, and they were like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you got TJ Warren. It was good as smack." But um, they're on. looking. Listen, the Pacers right now are another team. I think if if if. If they if TJ Warren can continue this into the playoffs, they can be another team that maybe you know can make things difficult for our, you know Milwaukee. Make Milwaukee have to have to work in a five six game series, you know, or well, even you can't the Heat. Wait till Milwaukee lose out. <laughs> no, nah, I can't. But they're the favorite, so no, they're the favorite. So I'm I'm judging everything based on you know based off Milwaukee. They're the favorites. I'm judging everything based on them. Grizzlies, I'm man. Trying to think, Milwaukee won't make it to the finals, man. We'll get to that. <laughs> Grizzlies, man. Pelicans took down the Grizzlies, Memphis, 109 to 99. Yes, sir. Memphis, I mean, the Pelicans got their first win in the bubble. Zion was putting that shoulder yep. on them folks, man. 24.7 rebounds, five assists for uh, for Brandon Ingram in that game. And like you said, Zion finally, you know, got to play some minutes. Played 25 minutes, but he was tired. You see, he was tired. He looked at Coach Gentry. He was like, okay, here's a two-minute break. I got a question for you. Are you concerned at all? I'm, 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 I'm a tad bit concerned. No, no, not his weight, but I'm, I'm a tad bit concerned. You know, injury, injury. You know, injured in high school, injured in college. You know, they were managing him when he came back. Then you have a four month break. You know, and you assume that you know he's conditioned, he's working, he's staying in shape. You have a, but that's that's an issue in my opinion because we see guys who come back in shape and ready to go. He come look. He's come you back. I remember he's like nineteen years old. But that's not an excuse for yeah, I'm him. I'm not saying it's like an that's excuse. not. I'm saying these are the reasons why he's not in shape. He's nineteen years old. This is his first year in the Drake. He was. He doesn't have. Who was the? Uh, who was the OG on that team? Drew Holiday. I mean, 
Well, on the pellet, yeah, bro. JJ Reddick never missed the playoffs in his career. I'm saying, Alvin I'm Gentry saying, as the are coach. They, are they really um, looking out for him and talking to him and teaching, teaching him? I the believe way? yes, I believe so for sure. It I believe like so because it, it looks like to me that he's staying up late a lot of nights. But I, a lot that, of sleep but a lot. that's why I'm saying I'm concerned. That's on Zion. You can have an OG preach to you, preach to you, preach to you as lo- as much as you can. JJ's not gonna wake him up in the morning and say, "Hey, you need to go work out." Some OG he can, like if you okay. somebody like I don't I don't want to bring up Kobe but um you can bring up Tim Duncan but, or like but that, the Admiral or somebody but like no, that but again during they're the gonna quarant- wake you up at seven yeah a.m. but during the quarantine as well it, these guys had to take it upon themselves to stay in shape and to work I'm just I don't know I'm man, man look I'm Imagine concerned having Jimmy Butler as your teammate I don't care if Listen, it's quarantine or not I'm, that man is at your door I'm concerned a four to five month break you know what I'm saying he comes back he still doesn't look in shape. And and they're still babying him with the minutes restriction. Yeah. Um, it's concerning to me you after four to five months. I don't like think. Next year? I mean, I feel like this year it doesn't really matter to them. Like as long as he's not injured too much. My whole thing he's is still the, young. It's not like the four to five month break. Like that that the Pelicans couldn't the Pelicans couldn't have asked for anything better than a four to five month break for Zion and that for him to come into the bubble still on a fifteen minute per game minute restriction out the gate, it was just puzzling to me. And I've I've said it this over and over again. I said it over to me, I mean Man, when you have a chance, you have a chance to get into the playoffs, though, and that's valuable playoff experience he could have at nineteen. That matters to me. That matters to me. I would like I my nineteen-year-old like, like to fight and Pelicans get into the playoffs. And the, um, I forgot the Grizzlies. No, no, I feel like the Pelicans. Um, I forgot their uh, their GM's name. Who's the dude that came from the Cavs? Oh, um, um, David Griffin. David Griffin. I just feel like he's thinking more long term. Three years, four years down the line, like who. Who cares for them right now? Like, they're not listen, winning. Even if they get into the playoffs, they're not winning a game in the playoffs. Regard, listen, but it's it's listen. It's playoff experience, and then you got a chance to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I said you go you for him right, and you don't. I said you go for and you don't, and you don't overuse him right now, and you treat him right, and he's fully mm-hmm. healthy, and then he's fully in shape two years from now or whatever that, and you know he, he's unstoppable. You're looking back like all right, True. we used that, we wasted the whole year. Cool. But now we have, you know, we have greatness right now. I just so I guess that's what that's where I that's where I give David Griffin some slack. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, no, definitely they should be on his okay, on his butt more. My thing, but even okay, to your point, let's say you are you're not gonna make the playoffs. Throw that out the window. You still had a four to five month break. You could still get eight games out of you could still get eight games and see a full, full throttle Zion and see what you got. He's tired. Like, he's, not, he's not there. And that's a problem to me. He he came back into the bubble looking like what what you been doing for four to five months. He's 19, he was on Fortnite. That's no I, I look at ja, I look at ja, I look at John ja Morant, same draft, who's come back. I believe he put on weight, came back. You could tell like man, no Morant's man, Memphis, that's man. That, nah man. It's they have a different culture down there. What do you Jay Crowder they do have a different culture down there in Memphis. What, Jake? What do you mean you got veteran leadership on this team as well? On the Pelicans? Yeah. We just mentioned J.J. Redick enough. They're not and waking up at 7 a.m. They're what not you, getting them up at 7. They're man, not the hard. Nah, I don't think. I think that's, that's a poor excuse, man. You're lying if you're telling me the Memphis Grizzlies and them are the gritty people. That's a poor excuse, They're not the gritty folks. That's who? Memphis Grizzlies. 
the Ooh, Memphis Jay Grizzlies. Jay Crowder's not there. The culture, the culture around who, the Memphis Grizzlies. Who, who on this team right oh, yeah, now? Jay Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, bro, it, no, no, it's a problematic to me. John Morant came into bro, this, put on you muscle, know the came in culture. ready to go. You telling me, you telling me, the Memphis Grizzlies culture is not centered around mm. being gritty. It man, it is. Their slogan is Memphis versus everybody. Okay, and the Pelicans is supposed to be. Years, it's supposed to be, and, and it's supposed work. to be a new era in New Orleans. And this is how you come back. This is how you let your star, your, your centerpiece, come back after a four to five month break. He comes back out of shape. That's a problem. He's Who was you, supposed to be on top of him? He needs to be on top of him, Jay. You at 19, are you? Me at 19, I'm not in the NBA. Gonna, I'm not. I'm I don't, saying you as a person at 19, when you fully, uh, fully mature and fully, uh, you know, ready to be on top of yourself. No, but so who, I'm no. I'm gonna say 80 percent, 90, man, 95 percent of 19 year olds. He to be more mature though. How He's many in a different. Year olds do you how many 19 year olds are the number one pick in this situation? It's different to me. Like, I it's just baffling Bro, to me. Not even LeBron James was fully it's mature just, when he came out in 19. But I can tell. But I do know one thing: if LeBron at 19 had a four to five month break and came back okay, in the Shaq bubble, when he was younger, he would have came never back. Worked out. You've, and his career did take a hit. He didn't win as much because okay. of that. Okay, but he was That's, still successful. But it not as and he could have been more successful. This is my point. And again, Zion has a history of injuries, you feel me? And so that's even further concerns me that you know yourself. You're 19, but you know you got a history of injuries so far coming into I mean, the league. We're talking about an injury where his shoe, he, his foot went out of his shoe. Come on, man. man. Listen. Whether listen, I, I mean I, I don't. That shit I mean it wasn't that it wasn't that poo poo of an injury because it kept him out the first quarter half of the season. So it it was it, you know it was a significant injury. And you talking for, about the one in college or the one in the one in the NBA mm-hmm. or you know the one that kept him out. That's what I'm saying. You know like, to not man, be taking. I don't know. I feel like they were just. I'm a tad work. Listen, season. listen. I just don't listen. The arms look a little flabby. Why he was getting on He's the gumbo. Out of shape. I'll give you that. But man, the boy is 19. Listen, man. man. And, and many, to your point, it's not that many to your point, if there's nobody, there. forget the players that might have not been on him. Forget that. The organization. Forget, forget the players. The organization. If it wasn't the players on the squad, David Griffin, Alvin Gentry, a trainer, somebody should have been in contact with the boy during the break, making sure that's your job. Your job is. This is your prized possession. You got to be on white, white on rice. It be on his butt. I just you feel, feel me? Like, man. Listen, nah, I might be overreacting. I just got high hopes from my boy. You know what I'm saying? So I think Jay Crowder, where is he, he at now? He, 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 he. Remember Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala. Now you good? You good? Yeah, we forgot Andre. There you go. There you go. Nah, that's all gravy, but baby. But my point but, was, nah, I get what you're Memphis saying. Memphis Grizzlies yeah, yeah. for the last 20 the years. Grit and grind. Grit yeah, grind, yeah. I, for sure. I get what your point is. I'm just, listen, I just hold Zion to high standards, and I don't like to see my boy come back with the flabbies. That's and all. Also, that's all. when you pair that with, they moved out Mike Conley for my like, man. I don't like that, man. He came my back man with man, John Moran. <laughs> he was, he but, had to start jumping on it, man. They moved out <laughs> my man Mike Conley. Like, damn, imagine being a teammate. You flabby moved out arms, Mike Conley. man. Came back with the flabs, but 132, 130, we're moving on. 76ers took down the Spurs, 132, 130, behind 27. Man, boo! I hate the Sixers. 
took him down. I want y'all to get taken apart, man. I'm mad that Shake Milton squashed the beef with Joel and B. Joel and B had 27 points. Shake Milton, go ahead, go with the go ahead three. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. keep beefing. Joel, Shake Milton, yep, they figured had, it out. Yeah, Shake has 16, man, three assists, five rebounds, and one turnover. So you know. They they getting it out. Joel Embiid with nine rebounds on top of his twenty seven points. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris had twenty five points. Josh Richardson had nineteen. DeRozan scored thirteen out of thirty in his, out of his thirty in his fourth quarter. Rudy Gay with twenty four. My boy uh, Derek White with twenty points. But it's just not enough. One enough. One enough. Mm-hmm. And the nightcap on Monday, your Lakers Woo! beat them down. Took down the uh, the Jazz one sixteen to one oh eight. Read off Anthony Davis. AD had forty two and twelve. Donovan Mitchell, 33, 5, and 4. Anthony Davis had 42 points, 12 rebounds, and 3 steals. Um, Out of here. LeBron, 22 board, twenty-three points, 9 assists, 8 boards. Um, and, yeah, Lakers clinched the number one season uh, in the playoffs. Congrats to them. Congrats to them. And the Jazz, man, fell 108-116. Mm-hmm. Don Mitchell had 33 points. Mike Conley with 24. Rudy Gobert with 16, 13 rebounds. But the Lakers went on a 19-2 run in the third quarter. And that was all she wrote. That nonsense. And let's get on the games. Yesterday, the Nets took down. Yesterday was an underdog day, man. Underdogs prevailed. The Nets took down the Bucks. That was some weirdo stuff, though. Because Budenhauser took Um, out uh, Chris Chris Middleton and Giannis uh, for the second half. half. Just rested him up. Um, So, I mean, listen. No need to play him. He got the one number one seed in the East locked up for what it's worth. Uh, Eric Bledsoe made his return. First game back in the bubble. Eric Bledsoe, eight points. Uh, and I believe Pat Connaughton was back as well. Yeah. And he contributed with eight points. So now the Bucks are whole. You know what I'm saying? Um, two of their main perimeter defenders are back. And I expect big things from the Bucks and that defense. Um, I didn't like what I saw in the first half, though, from the Bucks. They were down anyway. Yeah, they were getting ran. They were down seventy three to sixty five, I believe, in the first half. Um, so I didn't quite like what I um what I saw from them. But again, uh, they they haven't been whole. So I think uh, I think Budenheiser, Budenhauser arrested those guys maybe to get uh you know Bledsoe, Connaughton some more playing time, try to get them acclimated a little better. Next game we got the Dallas Mavericks in overtime beat the Kings one fourteen and one ten. Finally, Luka Doncic with thirty four Finally. points, twenty rebounds, and twelve assists. They finally closed the game. <laughs> they finally closed the game. Dallas did after two back to back heartbreaking losses to the Rockets and the Suns. They were finally able to close the game down the stretch and not waste, you know, a, a heroic performance from Luka Doncic. Moving on. Speaking of the Suns, speaking of finishing, come on, man. Get, get, get. Get his young, get his My young assassin some gunshots. You need to come to the Lakers, sir. What are we going to do with this kid? Devin Booker, 35 <laughs> points in the game-winning turnaround, boy. It was Kobe-esque. I don't like saying that about people, but, I mean, you're a Kobe fan. Did you, was it not Kobe-esque? Turnaround jumper. On two, de- two defenders, on Kawhi and Paul George. And Kobe is Booker's man. favorite player, man. We'll let that slide. As man. the buzzer be the sound of that, we got to pay homage to the, to, to the black mamba. The light-skinned mamba did it. 117-115. To, um, to your point the other day, watch out for them uh Watch out for them sons. I, I laughed at you. I said, hell no, it's not going to happen. They haven't but lost. 
Yeah. They haven't lost in the undefeated bubble. Undefeated under you know. bubble. Um, it looks like that layoff, you know, did. He might be the only team undefeated in the did bubble. Did great so for them. Wrong. I believe. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. It's but. about two other teams, but I ain't even going to spend nobody that I can't think out of my head. But like you said, right now, Phoenix stock going up. I think the Pelican stock is going down. So we'll see, man, if Phoenix can continue this run. Um, and perhaps, perhaps capture, you know, that nine seed. I would love it if they got to the playoffs, man. Man, DeAndre Ayton chimed in uh, with 19 and 7 as well. And Ricky Rubio had 18 points to, to, uh, to help chip in. Kawhi had 27. Paul George had 23. Lou Williams was back. Uh, he only dropped seven in his return, three for eight. And they're still waiting on Mr. Montrez Harrell um, to return them as well. Again, still dealing with the, you know, the loss of a, a family member. So we'll keep an eye on when that um, when he does come back. Moving on, though. I mean. Like we said, T.J. Warren. We already said we was going to talk about him again, 32 points. He started out with. Oh, I think it was eight for eight. Excuse me. I, I thought it was eight. You might be eight, right. I whatever, stopped man. counting at five five. He said I stopped counting. <laughs> this man, third straight thirty the point game. Sheesh. One yep, one twenty one oh nine. Listen, I'm liking what I'm seeing from these Indiana Pacers in the bubble as well. Um Victor Oladipo, I think, has been a big a big help for them. Aaron Holiday's been playing very well as well. So I'm really liking what I'm seeing from them. Hey, you know. Chance to maybe shock somebody in the bubble. Who knows? Next game we the got. Celtics fell to the Heat, man, and it was a very good game. But they fell. Um, Kelly Olynyk, fifteen points. He, he was, just, but that's what I'm gonna talk about. Bam out of Bayou, twenty-one and twelve, man. What are you gonna do with the kid? And Duncan Robinson, twenty-one points on five, four, eleven, three pointers. I got a Duncan Robinson stat for you. He's hit two hundred and fifty-two games and sixty-eight. 252 threes in 68 games this year. He's the only sophomore. No, the only sophomore even close to that total was Kyle Korver, who hit 226 threes. But he was starting next to AI and Igudala, and he played in 82 games. Duncan Robinson, man, you keep saying, oh, oh you just want the Bucks to lose. I do. I do. And I think if there's a team that can take him down, it's the Heat. I think if they are, if there's a, a team, teams, man, I think it's who? the Heat, the Pacers, and the Raptors. Oh, all I forgot three. about the. Ugh. Okay, Raptors, Heat. I'm all in on the Pacers. I love what T.J. Warren has done. I just don't know if they. I don't know if he can sustain that over over a seven game period. He's and he doesn't have to. Warren yeah. To me. It's if the whole team. Oh, the Depot starts waking up more. He gets. He needs to get his feet. You know, a little bit I don't, more. What, you don't believe in Oladipo? No, I, not that I don't believe in him, but he is coming off of that injury. Yeah. So I honestly just think that it's a it's a time thing. And I, yeah, I just think next year. Because I'm not seeing the – he's played pretty well, but I just – off of my eye test, the burst, you know, that bounce, that burst that we're used to him having hasn't been yeah, there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, but and that, that's, that's just, what I'm saying. If he starts you know, if that, waking up Yeah, if that can in, come to him. Malcolm Brogdon, he starts being sure, more consistent. For sure. And Pace Holiday off the bench, Miles yep. Turner. I de- again, I think they're going to give whoever they have. It's going to be a tough series. Yeah. Um, but the Heat, for sure. So, listen, the Bucks, I still got them up here. But who do you – if you had to say today, do you think the Bucks are coming – do you think they're still coming out of the East? No, I have the Raptors. 
Oh, I think you've been had the Raptors. No, nah, I've been had oh, the Bucks. bucks but I've just, had the Bucks all year. But right now, but after now what you've Raptors, seen, no, no, it's not even that. The Raptors was was unhealthy all year. Now they're things healthy. Things have changed after this four after month this four to five month delay. Now they're four healthy. months ago. I would have never had the Blazers even in contention right here. They're healthy. Everybody's healthy now. They're healthy. It's a whole different story. Who Pacers? Everybody's healthy now. It's a whole different story. Man, I. Hmm. Shoot, shoot, shoot. So now that the Raptors are back, and look, they are playing amazing defense, man. I'm really not, see, look, it got is me. incredible to watch their You know defense, what? It's man. crazy because... They're stopping everybody. <laughs> there's two... They're stopping everybody, man. It's crazy. I, I, all right, so... Is it Even is it crazy? He, uh, didn't have Jimmy Butler. They had only 103 points a day. Is it? How much did they hold us to uh, two days? And hey, listen, to 92 points. Listen, this win that that the the win that they that I can't even talk right now, y'all. The win that the Heat had over the Celtics last night was without Jimmy Butler. Sheesh. Okay, there you go. I said it. They didn't have Jimmy Butler for that. You know, a good win. They lost going Dragic though. Going Dragic did go into the locker room with a knee problem. Um, I'm not sure what it is right now, so that is something. Oh no, it was an ankle, wasn't it? It was an ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I remember what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so late, late, late in, the, in game. the game. Yes, so that is something that we must keep an eye on because without him, I don't care if Jimmy Butler's there. I don't, I don't give That's him a, a good shot. Yeah, yeah. Off. I don't give them a shot. But right now, just Duncan Robinson, man, he is phenomenal. He's a fool at the three point line. He's, I'm loving it, and bam, out of volume. But to you your point, that with Tyler Hero, shooters, and he had a he had shooters eleven, you know, uh, shooters. Yeah, that's what they had. And like I mentioned before, man, you got Jimmy Butler over there. He's waking the folks up early. He in the is. Morning. <laughs> and <laughs> we're getting to work early in the morning. We're not playing around on no. And defense. the thing again, I know you guys. The thing that I feel like these teams kind of have over the Bucks is. Well, the Raptors, they have so many different guys that can... My only problem with the Raptors are, are they don't have that one guy who I, I just got to see in the playoffs this year. When the game slows down and the score's tight and you need a bucket, I don't know, is that Pascal? Is that Siakam? Are they going to do it by committee? I don't know. I look at the other way because I see, I see like like you said, their committee, bro, it could be anybody that night. You I didn't give a night. Uh, you seen? I think Kyle Lowry dropped like twenty plus the other night. You seen mm-hmm. my nose, he did. In my nose, and then you you flipped against that the over. Lakers. Against yeah. the Lakers, he had thirty three. I flipped believe. Flipped that over to Fred VanVleet. Thirty six. Thirty six. Pascal's going dropping thirty next game. Serge might have an emergence. Five blocks out of nowhere. Twenty points. To me, you know me. To me, it's a superstar league though, and I feel like in the playoffs when games get tight, it's cool when you got guys that can do that on any given night. But you just you need someone that's a certified bucket getter. And my problem, and that's why I love the Heat. I think Jimmy Butler, when things get tight, he can make a way for you. My I love Giannis, but my problem going back to last season is when things get tight with Giannis. And I, listen, I hate to say it, <laughs> but someone the other night after they lost to the Rockets, they said all Gian, They said that fullback dive doesn't work in the clutch. Get them get out of here, Giannis Bettis. That. That's my only issue with Giannis. And those two teams, the Heat and the Raptors, are built perfectly to build a wall and make him a jump shooter when things get tight late in the game. So right now in the East, I got Raptors, 
Bucks. And Especially I got the heat right below the Bucks. Saul and Shurs just right there, you definitely gonna pull up. <laughs> that, and that's my that's my point, exactly. So but we'll keep an eye on that. Let's get to the nightcap of the game. Mine Rockets took it L to the Portland, the red hot Portland Trailblazers, might I add. 110 to 102. Oh man. That was not supposed to happen, y'all. That was not supposed to happen. Let me pull down the other Kobe Memorial. Lord. That drink drops, man. Whoa. Dang. That was not supposed to happen. Shout out to Kobe, though. Shout out to Kobe. Yeah, couldn't hold him. Nobody could hold nobody him. Could hold him, man. Nobody could hold him. Woo. Sheesh. Um, anyway. Yeah, back to it. Um, I'm safe. Thanks for not caring. You should have hey. saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody for themselves in this pandemic world? What you talk about? Is everybody for themselves in this pandemic care. world? Are you trying to grab the... Yeah, but uh, off night for the two Houston stars, um, uh, and James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russell Westbrook only 15 points on 5 for 15, and 5 for 12 from uh, the free throw line, while James Harden had 23 points, four turnovers, um, shooting 7 for 17 from the field. Very bad night. On the other end, it was by committee. 20 points for Damian Lillard. I mean, 20 for CJ, 21 for D, uh, D. Lillard, 15 for Melo. And 16 for Gary Trent Jr. And Nurkic has been. If y'all are in DraftKings, listen, if y'all are in DraftKings or any fantasy stuff, I hope you're playing Yusuf Nurkic. Because right now, he has been a stud. 18 points, 19 boards. Um, and the Portland Trailblazers, to your point, I got a Jalen, wherever you are out there, props to you. Props to you, JC. Y'all all have all been telling me, you know, just. If they can get healthy, if they can get healthy, if they can get healthy, they will be a nightmare. And I shrugged you off. I said, I don't want to hear it. Even though, I don't like how they played their big man. We were okay. waiting on their big man to get healthy. And then they play you guys. They had their open shots inside, but they were just missing. I don't know. I get it. It could that, be an off day. But they that, were missing like it's 2K. Okay. Like, but that, the the that's one thing that I think teams are going to have to figure out when they play Houston. Because last night, I think they fell a little bit too in love and they became a little too obsessed with trying to dominate the, the size mismatch down low. You know, Dame did get going late. Um, but I feel like they got a little bit too... This game was closer than it should have been, in my opinion. I feel like the Portland Trailblazers should have won by at least 15 points. Um, you see the man Nurkic over here, 6 for 15. Not good to me. Yeah, and then no. you see Zach Collins, four, four for nine. nine. No, the only big man that had a good game Whiteside. was Whiteside. Four yeah, for nine. And Whiteside, and Whiteside saved them the game honestly because he was so aggressive when he was. And I felt like the other big man woke up and was like, "All right, if he can, you know, say knees, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying, elbow them, do all that, they're gonna start doing that too." Because you know what I'm saying, second half. I mean, yeah, second half and fourth quarter, they they woke up. The big man woke up a little bit more and started scoring a little and bit more. Big shot, mellow. Yep. Big shot, mellow. Clutch, uh, clutch three-pointer. What he's been doing throughout the bubble, clutch three to seal the game for him. He had 15. Um, and after, after, after Melo hit that shot on Twitter last night, a lot of you know, you saw that Melo apology form floating around Twitter. You saw people saying those an- analytics guys owe him an apology. Rockets guys owe him an apology. My thing, uh, I get it. I get where people are coming from. And I was one of those guys, you know, when you asked me back in the day, uh, a little while ago, you were like, uh, can Melo still, um, can still, can he still play? 
I thought, yes, it had to be the right situation, but I, you know, I thought, you know, the, the game has kind of shifted. You know, it's not really Melo's league anymore. I think the right situation, he can play. And I said, yes, he can still play. He's just being blackballed. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. feel like it's a, I still feel like it's a whole different reason that we just don't know yet, but continue on. Okay, see, that fit just wasn't working. Okay, see, it just, I, I don't know. It just wasn't working. I feel like people that, were hung up on the whole, um, they said they ain't going to, um, they yeah. said they ain't going to start me, P. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that. they, they were. And the I don't, bench, and because of I that, like hung up on that, he was never, he was never asked to come off the bench in OKC. And I think that the OKC staffers were intimidated by Carmelo Anthony. Um, and I think that was detrimental to him because I think he would have served better in OKC coming off the bench. Yeah, I feel like it was just um, a little joke that everybody exactly. was just hung up on. Like, yo, he he's a good teammate. Nobody's ever said he's a bad teammate. But again, <clears throat> yeah, to that point, oh man, that's a tough one. Mm. I don't know. I feel like he was. I feel like he was serious as well. Well, I mean, Melo had never come off the bench. He yeah, had I never, mean, and he still felt like he was, you know, a top. Top tier guy, Houston. That just wasn't all right. So here's the thing. I'm gonna read y'all a tweet. I'm gonna read y'all a follow up, a response to that tweet. Somebody. (laughs) This was from at Lejethro Jenkins on Twitter. At Lejethro Jenkins. I think he even works for like Yahoo or something like that. He be doing a lot of sports things. Shout out to him. I like his tweets on Twitter. Cool guy. He says, Melo hit that big three, and all I could think about is how much basketball he missed because uh, with a calculator said he couldn't hoop anymore. Now, a, a Rockets analyst or whatever said, man is averaging 15 a game on 13 and a half shots. Don't need a calculator to know that ain't it. He did it last time. He did it last night too. 15 points on 14 shots. No one else gets played, gets praised for that. Someone responded and say, okay, Westbrook had 15 on 14 attempts and Harden had 23 on 17 attempts. Melo catches so much flack for shit everyone in the league does. And he responded and said, yeah, they did it last night and they lost. Melo averages, averages it for the season. Big difference. So, one, I think this Melo experiment in Portland is working because I think that's what they need. And, you know, he's embraced that, you know what I'm saying? And he fits, but at the same time, I kind of agree with I kind of agree with this guy as well. When you and when you look, when you go back to his last three stops, he he 15 on 14 shots, 13 on 12 shots, 16 on 15 shots. I mean, if we're if we're being honest and we're being real, I love Carmelo Anthony, but what player would you take on your team? Scoring 16 on 15 shots. That that's all. Like I, I love Melo and he's been. And I'm not. Listen, I think he's going to be phenomenal. I'm scared of the Blazers right now, especially with Carmelo. Because aside from the points last night, I watched him block a corner three from PJ Tucker, and I watched him lock up James Harden and get a crucial steal in the clutch. The energy we've seen from Melo, not just on the offensive side, on the defensive side with Portland has been different as well. Which is why you feel me. I feel like he's bought in. He's bought in a little more, you know, down there in Portland. I love it. But I will ask you again. He's always been, you know, always been a volume scorer, very good, very good score, volume guy. But when that dipped and it started becoming 16 points on 15 shots, 15 points on 13 shots, 
I get to your point. He was still blackball. That that's point blank. Period. I was just no, 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 no. He was still blackball. That's <laughs> point blank. Better than everybody yeah. on a lot of people's benches. Still blackball, but to that point, not a lot of teams want or need a guy that's gonna give you fifteen on fourteen shots. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm. I'm being honest. Look, look at, look at whoever you want to. And to that guy's point, Westbrook did it last night, and they lost. And we weren't praising Westbrook. I was sitting there saying he had an awful game. When someone puts up twenty on nineteen shots, that's a bad game. We don't, we don't want that. That's not efficient. That's all I'm saying. He was what fifteen points, I think five for five for fourteen last night or something like that. But the main point of this whole thing was he was blackballed. Shouldn't have taken him three years, you know what I'm saying, to 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 get a spot. But I just was it three years? I don't think it was three nah, years. bro. It was bro. He was bro. Twenty six, twenty uh two years, two three years. Twenty seventeen, twenty years. Oh no no yeah. Uh, Houston. I don't really count Houston. Oh, it was ten game. You feel me? It was a little ten game stretch. So I don't listen. But it was a while, man. He was definitely blackballed. He was definitely blackballed. But to that man, I, I do got to agree with nah, that man to I, an extent. I, I, because... I give it to two points, man. Sure, the league was moving on from that type of style of play. There is no, like, yeah. ISO ball like that. Like, you know, the way he plays. Yeah. Ain't nothing like that no more. But, but man, my point will always be there was something else going on As a within spotter. the works. Um, that's the only reason why he didn't uh, get in the league. All right, yeah, he didn't have such an amazing, amazing game, but this just proves that he's a okay bench player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can come off the bench and give you some points. Um, yeah, but again, to that man's point, he's averaging that for the season. And again, yeah, yeah even coming, coming off the bench for the season. But in even coming off the bench, again, I love Melo, but I don't, man, I don't know. Even coming off the bench, I'm just still not looking for someone to give me 15 on 14 shots. That's just, I don't want you to have to put up 14 shots to give me 15 points. What would satisfy you on the bench? Bruh, I don't even know. Give me give, give me 15 points on eight shots? It's, just, it's, just, it's the efficiency for me. That's all I'm saying. It's the efficiency for me. We don't know. To the man's point, everybody was applauding Melo for the for the big jumper. But to his point, he was saying, we don't applaud anybody else who comes in the game and gives us 15 on 14. We were, no, we were applauding him for the three he made, for the dagger, you feel me? That's what I feel like we were applauding him for. I feel like we were applauding him. Just because we he's in the saying, league, because yeah, he got no, blackballed. Yeah, we well, saying, yeah, we were happy we were to see saying, him in the league. We were saying he should have never been blackballed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's better than a lot of bench players. Period. Yeah. He should have a spot on any roster. Period. I do believe in Houston, the shape he's and, – and to his point, to well, no, to Melo's point, he's come back in much better shape than he did when he was in Houston as well. When he was in Houston for those 10 games or whatever – the shape he's in right now, he was not in Houston. Not in, he was not in that type of shape in Houston. Um, so I don't know. Regardless, the analytic guys, the analytic guys, the numbers guys pushed him out of the league in 2018, 2019, and it's taken him this long. And I'm gonna ask you, if you run into the Portland Trailblazers, how many games will it be? Come on, man. It's four games. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you, bro. <laughs> the, man, 
every bro, bro. Hey, look, hey, look. Twitter, Twitter's the way they played y'all bro. last night. Right, look, man. The, before y'all game, man, I'd have been like, ah, uh, maybe, man, maybe. No, maybe a game. No, no, nah, no. Nah, before, before your game, all right, you got all your big man back. They got three big men that can pair up with all three big men, but I just see. I say four, maybe five. I say four, maybe five. That's what I said. Maybe they, maybe they get a game. And that was before I saw anything last night. But then I see this. Oh, bro, I love. Anthony Davis is gonna. Yo, I love I love Portland. I love them to death, and they are they are the most dangerous team I believe to you know they're they're gonna be the most dangerous eight seed if they get in simply because of. Damien, nobody else in that 8-9 vying for that position has a guy named Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum on their squad. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of people put that on the white two. side because he doesn't produce, he hasn't produced, yeah. his career hasn't produced what mm-hmm. he should be. No, but for man, sure. Those two guys can, that guy. Damian <laughs> CJ bench, alone, Damian CJ alone can get you one or two games in a series where you should have got swept. They each can go off for 40 a night and give you one or two games in a series where you should have got swept. That being said, I don't think it's happening this year. Man, I feel like the Lakers. Are I think the Lakers are gonna annihilate in, them. If it, if it, are, bro, the I think whoever so they have in. in that eight spot is gonna be a four game sweep. Lakers so locked in, we're celebrating the one seed, and it does I, I think it's gonna be a four. Listen to that. <laughs> this man LeBron talking about nobody, <laughs> nobody thought I could Yo, do it. We are locked in, brother. Bron, <laughs> we're not Bron, Bron, I love you. You talking? No one thought I could do it, y'all. Listen, Bron. Listen, chill out. Chill out with the underdog story. The moment you got AD, we all had you guys probably as the number one <laughs> or two team in the in the West. Just whatever motivates you, though. Whatever motivates you, big dog. Whatever hey. motivates you, man. Hey, Amen. Sheesh. But Melo. We haven't made the playoffs since. Uh, we're, we're glad to see you back, Melo. Since Mr. Bus died, man. Stay Melo. It's been some years, fool. Keep doing what you're doing, and we hope we get to see playoff Melo. We haven't made the playoffs since, what, 2013? Yeah, man. It's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. Been a good long time. And before we get into today's games real quick, before we wrap it up and get up out of here. Oh, wait. Hey, man. It's the quarantine time. It's no school. Yes, sir. We're not playing at Montgomery College, sadly. Oh, yeah. Shout out to everybody's on YouTube. Yep. Hey, if you're on YouTube, YouTube subscribe. please subscribe. Please subscribe. Tell the person you're next to to subscribe. <laughs> Tell your mom to subscribe. Your if you're auntie. not on YouTube and you like you prefer Spotify and all that, SoundCloud. just go on YouTube real quick and subscribe real quick, and we get you right back on Get back on Spotify and all that. We just need a subscription, man. But wait, we finna get on title on them too, though. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, before we get into the games today, I'm gonna run down the possible scenarios for today. Milwaukee will clinch the best record in the East with a Toronto loss. Toronto clinches the division with the win and a Boston loss. Brooklyn clinches the playoff spot with the win and a Washington loss. Washington's playing right now. Orlando. Clinches the playoff spot with the win and the Washington loss. Damn, everybody needs Washington to loss. I mean, Washington to lose. And Washington is eliminated with the loss and with wins by Brooklyn and Orlando. So those are your scenarios for today. We'll see if Milwaukee Washington can. Washington um, isn't making any playoffs. I'll tell you. Let me see. I'm not. I'll just tell you that. Period. Oh yeah, Washington's not making it. Beforehand, but, I could have told you that a week ago. Could have told you that two weeks ago. Could have told you at the beginning. Wow! Of the year. So Orlando, Orlando, Milwaukee is right now is rooting for Orlando. Orlando is rooting for Philly because if Orlando can get a win today, they're in. 
I don't think Milwaukee cares, man. They're, I doubt it. They don't. They are ahead pretty much. I doubt the Raptors would make a big that big of a leap. It would take Raptors making a big leap and the uh, Bucks just losing all the rest of the I game. mean, listen, they gave one away yesterday. Literally gave one away, but so hey, no, I don't see today's but, game. Yeah, the Utah Jazz is up. It's uh, two minutes and twenty eight seconds left in the third quarter. They're up. 87-83 against the Grizzlies. Go Grizzlies, but it looks like Donovan Mitchell's about to um, take this mm-hmm. over. Uh, the Wizards are up 10-9 against the 76ers with uh, 6 minutes and 38 seconds left in the first quarter. And the Nuggets have 5 minutes left, and they're up against the Spurs 18-11. Okay, see? Takes on the Los Angeles Lakers at tonight at 6.30 on ESPN. Eight o'clock. Toronto takes on the Orlando Ma- Orlando Magic. That's on League Pass. And nine o'clock, the nightcap. The Nets take on the Celtics. That is on ESPN. Um, slum, the Lakers are fifty-one and fifteen. That's slum game of uh, slum, very eh, slum day of basketball today. I think they're preparing us for the the big jump tomorrow. Hopefully, but that's all we got, man. It's a slum day today. Yeah, we'll we see out. you guys back on Friday, man. Yeah, we back. Listen, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we yeah, back. back J&J every day. Sports is back, man. We're back. Shout out to everybody that's out there. Yep. Shout out to chat. You know, oh, my Memphis squad got me mad at 2K last night, man. Ugh. They wasn't playing no defense. Ugh. What everybody on the other team was cherry picking, and, and I was like, "Oh, run back there and oh, play some defense." And they weren't gonna run back. They were like, "Well, you run back, you know, Memphis hey, folks. Memphis folks want to." Well, yeah, they were like, "You do it," and they was like making a joke. I, I cut off my mic. I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna do it." Uh, and you had the center running back first every time on the plays. Whoa! And I still had twenty boards, man. We are gonna end this show. <laughs> oh, before we end the show, Sean. Sean answers the question. He said, "Who was the?" The only school to have a number one, to have the number one uh, player pick my in old quarterback. basketball and in football. It was the only college to have the number one pick in basketball and in football in the same year. This man got it. I couldn't figure it out. He got it. It was oh, the Utah. Utah Utes with Andrew Bogut, number one in basketball, and Alex Smith went number one in football. And it was, he kind of gave me a hint because he looked at me. He looked at him and was like, it's a quarterback. Yeah, he looked at me so crazy when Jalen said quarterback. He was like, quarterback. <laughs> and he even looked at you. He just looked smack at me. I was like, quarterback. quarterback. Why I'm thinking like, like Patrick Mahomes went to Texas, like Texas Tech. Ain't no, ain't no, hey. you know what I'm saying? Ain't no quarterback. I mean, ain't no basketball players coming from there. Oh, and before we go, I have a weird rule that I forgot to mention for the Big Ten. I was about to say a real a a weird, rule for us. I a was weird like, new Big Ten no rules rule on this, this show? year. This is how you know they think this is a joke. The team that has been most recently quarantined gets choice to receive opening kickoff or defer to the second half. Hold on, hold on. This hold is J and J every day.